Welcome to the Literacy Ladies Podcast. Uh, This is our third show that we are doing. Uh, My name is Michelle Wicko. I'm a reading specialist in the city of Danbury. And my other literacy lady here is Dr. Darla Shaw. Hi, Darla. Hi, Michelle. I'm so happy. Our third time. I know. This is going to be so great. So if you listen to our phonological awareness podcast, our first one, uh, we're going to keep going with that and we're going to talk a little bit about phonics. Boy, it's so interesting how we got great feedback on our phonological awareness. Uh, Now we're going to talk about how we can attach a symbol to those sounds with phonics and spelling. So Darla, could you tell us a little bit about um, phonics? Well, I'm going to start back when phonics really started in a very structured way back in the 40s and 50s. I mean, we had these basal readers and workbooks and nobody missed a page. And then all of a sudden we came into the 1960s and the 1970s and the whole culture changed and they said, oh, this is much too structured. This isn't fun for the kids. Let's just read. And if we use flashcards or something, they can look out the words and they'll know how to read them. Well, for many kids, this whole language approach, it worked. But so many kids fell through the cracks because they needed a system to decode and to look at the various word parts. And so that's why within, oh, I'd say the last 12, 15, even 20 years, we have been focusing so strongly on phonics. And I think this is a very good thing. If you don't need it fine, but most kids need it. Oh, I agree. So in school and and also in kindergarten, it actually starts in preschool. We call these kids emergent spellers. So when we talk about phonics, we're talking about kids that are ready to learn what the letters are going to be standing for. And this is going to happen in that emergent spelling stage. In emergent spelling, uh, teachers are usually talking to students about um, words that are going to have an initial sound. Take the word cat that are going to have a k, at. And we're going to be teaching them that cat starts with a C. That's the k sound. A, we're using our short A, a. And then at the end is going to be the T. So in that stage of spelling, we're teaching kids what the letters are going to, or what the sounds are going to look like as letters. Now we do this through sorts, and in kindergarten and in first grade, sometimes even in preschool, we do different types of sorts with pictures. So we're looking at pictures of cat, car, and we're taking a look at those pictures and noticing that they both have the k sound in the beginning. We're also going to be then showing them how to write those words, k, at, making sure they have the k in the front or the c. It is so important that the students internalize, not just memorize. And that's why we're dealing with phonics. We want to use the visual, the print. We want to use the auditory, the sound. We want to use the kinesthetic, the movement. And we want to use the tactile, the feeling. 
and we want to surround the students so that they're in a literary environment at all times. They need to have morning messages. Even if they can't read all the words, you show them the words, you read the words, they begin to see patterns. Patterns is so important. Color coding things for them so that they begin to see the patterns uh, even more strongly. It's so important we use predictable books, books that repeat the same words, the same letters, the same sounds. We need anchor sets. If you go into classrooms today, there are anchor charts with word families all over the walls so that the student doesn't just have a blank wall to look at, but it's a resource and they can use it so well. Kids today learn from environmental print. They look at products, they look at menus, they look at things on TV like Wendy's or McDonald's or Nike. Take the word part from that, put it on a wall and use that as well. Have them make their own scrapbooks and journals with these various things. Auditorily, this is so important too. Whatever they see, say it orally. Repeat it over and over. Oh my goodness, if you go into a classroom, they are singing. They are chanting. They are using poetry. They have auditory tapes. They are doing oral readings, not once for a book, but three or four or five times. We're teaching our students how to do echo reading, how to do choral reading, how to chant and clap and stamp and snap and all of these different things. It all comes together auditorially visually, and we do cute things. So when we're talking about word combinations, we call them the walkers and the talkers. We call them the whiners. We call them the power R's. We call them the king and queen of the silent E. We use games, we use technology, we bring it all together, and we try and make it fun. And in most cases, we do. Oh, that's so true, Darla. This is one of the things that you can have a lot of fun with in preschool, kindergarten, and first grade. It's so important, the phonics instruction for our kids, so they are able to read words, write words, uh, to decode words and encode words. And I'm going to talk to you about the letter name stage. So when students are working in our primary classrooms, they start in the emergent stage, which we went over. You have a lot of open sorts, some pictures, and you're starting to match the letters to the sound. In the letter name stage, you're really looking at initial consonants. You're looking at what the word is starting with, what letter, and then putting the sound in. You're also talking about vowel word families, digraphs and blends, mixed vowel word families, short vowels, and short vowels and beginning to talk about long vowels in those CVC words. And those are gonna be your magic E. Something in the letter name stage that's so important that kids are going to be learning, and Darla, I like how you say it's going to be fun, is that we're going to talk about onset and rhyme. Now, a lot of you think rhyme means a rhyming word, cat, sat, mat, but this type of rhyme is different. The onset is the first sound, and the rhyme is going to be that little word family at the end. Let's go back to our example of cat. K is the onset. 
at is the rhyme. Let's do another one. Fit f is the onset. It is the rhyme. So when you put those same word vowel families, when you put those together with onset and rhyme, you're able to start to think about reading the words. We can focus on about one kind of vowel family at a time before comparing two families. So you would do the at family, do some work with that, and then the it family, and then you may want to try to compare. You could do the cat, you could do the at word family, that rhyme, maybe with an, a-n. K would be the onset, and an would be the rhyme. That's something that's very popular in that letter name stage. So when you're talking about phonics, onset and rhyme is so important. In letter name, another thing you talk about are digraphs and blends. And these are similar, and yet they're different. A blend is when you have two or three consonants that remain or retain their identity while they're being meshed together. St, ep, step. The S and the T are a blend. St is a blend. You could even do strong, stir. That's another blend, S-T-R. It can be two consonants, three consonants. Then we have digraphs. And in letter name, we usually see these in the beginning of the words, but sometimes the end too. But a digraph is when two letters represent one sound. The ch sound in church. The th sound in the. Sh sound in shout. Or w sound in what. Those would be some common digraphs that you would see in the letter name stage. So those two letters come, to come together to make one sound. We also have these tricky affricates. And boy, Darla, I even struggle with this. I have a kindergartner. And we have affricates all over our books now. But an affricate is when you have a sound or two it could be one letter, it can be two, but this sound, it almost sounds like there's air after it. So think of dr as dr. See how it almost has an uh sound after it, like drum. But then we also have tr, like in trees or triumphant. That tr is an affricate, tr. Almost sounds like it has a little bit of air in it or air after it, almost like you're saying an uh sound after it. So these are really popular in that letter name stage, and kids really have to get um, well-versed in onset and rhyme, and also with blends and digraphs. And like I said before, it's usually in the beginning of words, but sometimes it can be at the end of words in, these, in this stage. And also, we're still kind of talking about one-syllable words. Yeah, we're going to talk now about the tactile and the kinesthetic. Uh, it really helps to internalize by forming letters with in the sand, um, with uh, paints, with wiki sticks, with pipe cleaners, anything where you cut and you paste and you trace, um, even putting letters in the air or kids love when you write letters on their back and see if they can figure out what 
what these letters are. Even going out in the playground and using chalk to form the various letters and letter combinations. And each classroom should have centers that keep rotating with different sound and letters taking place. And in these particular centers, there should be whiteboards with different colored markers for the different family components that you are going to change the beginning or the ending. There should be porcelain or wooden or cardboard tiles. There should be felt letters on flannel boards, uh, things that are color-coded, magnetic letters. Students love to put together words. It's a game again. They need to make the journals and everything in the room should be labeled so that they can go to a label, point to the label, talk about the label. Uh, kinesthetically, it's so important that students are letters themselves. They can take a piece of paper with their letter on it. They can combine with another student with a letter. They can come up with a blend. Or they can come up with a vowel team by putting different letters together. When their bodies are moving and they are separating to show divisions in words, when the bodies of each of the individual students come together to blend words, they see the blend. When you take and you manipulate letters and change one letter from another and you are an individual holding that letter, it so stimulates the mind. We also play like the Ed game, where it's all short letters, and Ed is at the edge of the chair. He's at, at the back of the chair. He's uh, under the chair. He's uh, on the chair. He's it, in the chair, and they are learning from their bodies that are constantly moving. I talked about going out and using chalk in the playground. They can also go out and do the old jump rope rhymes. They are learning so much about sounds from this continuous uh, re repetition and all. So I think by sorting and doing scavenger hunts and looking for letters and finding for word chunks or letter combinations within other words and doing something to just surround them and embrace them and cut and paste them and make pictures out of them or whatever you can come up with is going to work so well. Oh, I like all those ideas, Darla. Now, one last thing I'd like to talk about uh, with phonics in that letter name stage are the vowels, and Darla mentioned a couple of those. Usually in the letter name stage, we're talking about vowels that, um, and we're usually just talking about their short sounds. We can always talk about long sounds, but some things children have to hear and have to use and see would be the vowels with their short sounds. So those are going to be your CVC words like cat, and you're going to hear that ah in the middle. It's usually those medial vowel sounds um, that kind of go along in the letter name stage where you're saying, um, almost like I'm going to say the word can, can, k, ah, n. I'm going to spell it C-A-N. 
You can also use words um, that have short vowels in the middle uh, in your sorts, when you do an open sort or a closed sort, when the students are working on their own. It's something that we work on in kindergarten all year long, our vowel sounds, but it's a nice place to start with short vowels uh, when you're talking about kids in that letter name stage. Now, for one of our upcoming podcasts, we also embrace the upper grades, right, Darla? We love upper grades. We never stop learning about words. So uh, for one of our future podcasts, we'd like to continue this discussion about phonics and talking about other spelling stages after letter name, like within word, syllable juncture, where we could talk about the syllable types and how important it is to understand when we're adding endings, um, how it adds in another syllable, and how we can help kids use syllabication to find a pattern, and to remember how to read words and spell words correctly. There's also the last stage of spelling that we work on in elementary school is derivational constancy. And that's when we talk about root words and suffixes and prefixes. And we also get into um, different ways that we say words, you know, like contract. Is this a contract that I'm going to sign or am I going to have a contraction (laughs) Mm -hmm. or I'm going to uh, contract and take something away? So something to look forward. Keep listening to the Literacy Ladies. Uh, Our next podcast will be on author study. So we hope that you can join us and we as we share some of our favorite authors. Thank you for listening and we'll see you soon.